It was a marsupial carnivore that looked a lot like a dog with stripes running down its back. This creature that could have been man's best friend reigned supreme on Tasmania for millions of years. That is, until rumors started surfacing that it was a blood-sucking vampire. On today's show, the thylacine, also known as the Tasmanian tiger, also known as my favorite extinct animal. Did you ever feel so bad inside? Welcome to Extinction Event, a podcast about extinct and soon-to-be-extinct animals. I'm your host, Melissa Thomas. I'm here, as always, with avid carnivore Jack Collier. Hi, Melissa. Thanks for having me. And I, yes, I do like to eat meat, so thank you for that uh, descriptor. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Today we're talking about the thylacine. Now, that name comes from a Greek word, and that Greek word is thylakos, or thylakos, and that means leather pouch. So the literal translation of thylacine is the pouched thing with a dog head. And once again, I am impressed by the naming system that we came up with being so generic and yet so descriptive. Because if you say, here's a thing with a pouch and a dog head, in my head, you've painted a picture almost identical to what a thylacine is. You've painted a picture of a high-end handbag in my brain. <laughs> I guess I'm just a little more scientific-minded. Interesting terminology. Uh, maybe we just never had seen anything like that, and it was unclassifiable. It was dog-like. It had a pouch. It had stripes on it. Yeah, it's, it's like a Dr. Seuss animal. Another one of those hard-to-classify animals is the hyena. They kind of had to create its own class for it. And they don't even have pouches. No. So they're... Well, they've got some other stuff, but that's uh, not appropriate for this podcast. That's for Melissa's other podcasts where she talks about weird, kinky animal things. <laughs> X-rated extinction podcast. <laughs> the, the extinction. Mm-hmm. I get it. Tasmanian tiger is also referred to as the Tasmanian wolf, and that's probably because it looked and behaved a lot like a wolf. It had short hair, but it was a social animal, and it had a family unit that was a lot like the wolf pack. They are a marsupial. Both sexes had a pouch. Not all marsupial males have a pouch, so that w it's kind of unique. I think there's one other one. Could it be the platypus? I don't think it's the platypus. I don't know. Boy, that'd be nice to know, wouldn't it? We could Google that later. Okay. Stay tuned at the end of the show to find out the answer to that question. Well, moving on. Tasmanian tigers had been around for about 24 million years and coexisted with the Tasmanian aborigines for several thousand before our story really begins. 24 million years. I think they've been on the air a little too long. <laughs> They'd been evolving. They, you know, the tiger that was around 24 million years ago didn't look the same as it did a couple hundred. I'm just saying, all the good storylines have probably played out. Now they're just repeating themselves. History of thylacines is probably getting pretty boring at this point. Right. Well, luckily for that storyline, things are about to get crazy. The seafaring British colonists set their sights on Tasmania. They want to milk the island for resources. This is great for the British, bad for everyone else. 
including the Tasmanian Tiger. The main player in this is the Van Diemen's Land Company. All right. They decide in the early 1800s that they want to set up a sheep farming industry on Tasmania. What they're going to do here is supply wool back to Britain for textiles. For those famous woolen uh, wigs and coats and jackets and underwear and pretty much everything was made out of wool. And this isn't merino wool, you know? This is like the itchy, gross, your grandma gave you a jacket mm. wool. This is Fair Isles. I'm a sea captain. Ugh. Kind of up to my neck in wool. Gross. Well, it turns out the people they sent over to manage things were complete idiots and they lost tons of sheep. They're failing miserably, but they don't want to take responsibility for this. I mean, who does? I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm on a remote island. It takes forever to get there. I've just screwed up royally. Nobody's going to find out about it for three or four months. I'm coming up with something to take the blame. They needed a scapegoat. So they blamed the thylacine for the sheep losses. Almost overnight, the Tasmanian tiger becomes rebranded as a blood-sucking, sheep-murdering vampire. And people believe it. The rumors spread like wildfire. Looking back, why did people fall for this obvious conspiracy theory? Hey, it sounds exciting. If someone comes to me saying, have you seen this freaking animal sucking on the blood out of the sheep? I'm like, what? <laughs> No, tell me about this. I'm like, yeah, it's got stripes on its back. There's a freaking pouch on it. Has some wicked-looking fangs, and I'm I'm ready to believe anything about that animal at that point. <laughs> you tell me it's a vampire. I'm like, it looks like a fucking vampire. Well, we actually haven't gotten to the part about its teeth. I mean, I've seen the picture. You, right. That's what I was leading up to. Was that? I'm sorry, I jumped the gun here. No, Please no, continue. It's, it is fine. I was just going to say that their big jaws might have helped make that conspiracy a little bit more believable. So they preferred to chomp down on their prey's neck, which is a very common thing for, for a vampire. <laughs> well, I was going to say most large carnivores <laughs> kill their prey in that manner. It's very efficient. It's a good place for a conspiracy to start. The other thing okay. about it is that they do this, what's called a marsupial carnivore threat yawn. M-C-Y-T? M-C-T-Y. M-C-T-Y. As, as it's known by shorthand. Yes. Can you explain that, please? Okay, so when they feel threatened, they do that. They do the M-C-T-Y, which if you've ever, have you ever just like come upon a possum in the wild before? Um, not in the wild, but like in my backyard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I just meant outside. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've ever spooked a possum, you will be familiar with the threat yawn that I'm talking about. This is where they open up their mouth. All you see is rows of what look like razor sharp teeth, mm -hmm. and then they hiss like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one other f fact about this is that they could open their mouths, I think, wider than any other carnivore. Uh, the only animal that can do it wider is a snake. So I'm a sheep farmer, herder guy. I come out early in the morning. Oh, my boy, it's very early. <laughs> There's my sheep. It's blood steaming in the morning air and... Here is this striped thing, and it's got blood all over its mouth, and it's just chomped down on my sheep's neck, and it turns to me and goes, 
<laughs> with the the biggest opening jaws full of teeth. And you're telling me I can't start a rumor saying that that's a vampire? You, you've really, I don't know what to say, but... Um... Your Honor, I risked my case. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so likely what happened is that there was one or two isolated events of a Tasmanian tiger attacking a sheep. And a lot of attention was given to that one event. And it gets reprinted and it gets retold over and over. And all of a sudden you hear it all the time and it becomes common knowledge that they are blood-sucking sheep murderers, even though it really isn't a thing that happens that often. I mean, sure, every now and then they kill a sheep. (laughs) But the preferred food was kangaroos and wallabies. Which, from what I can tell, a wallaby is just a tiny kangaroo. The snack-sized kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. Who's really killing the sheep? Smoking. Smoking does kill. But as we know, the sheep farmers were killing sheep by their inexperience with the industry. Also, wild dogs were killing the sheep. Dogs had originally been given to the Tasmanian Aborigines as gifts by the British. And these dogs escaped and formed wild packs that populated the entire island. So obviously we couldn't blame the dogs because we brought the dogs, you know? It's like you bring a drunk person to a party, he goes in, he knocks over some shit, and you're like, who brought this guy? (laughs) Is that what you do? Remind me never to go to a party with you if I'm... Where'd this drunk asshole come from? (laughs) Never seen him before. He's killing all the sheep. (laughs) Well, the people on Tasmania have developed a pretty healthy hatred for the Tasmanian tiger at this point. And I love that you said healthy hatred, because at that time, doctors were very concerned about angry blood and sad blood unhealthy hatred is not good no and good anger gets the blood boiling and it's good for you yeah yeah in cold blood see that's how you murder people (laughs) you gotta have that healthy blood boiling anger you're probably bringing in leeches to get all the cold blood out (laughs) so i'm painting a picture here that the Tasmanians now have a pretty healthy hatred for this animal. Doctor approved. (laughs) Most people see them as nothing more than rats. They're vermin. Giant vampire rats. (laughs) Wolf rats. The Van Diemen's Land Company comes up with a brilliant idea. These are a series of bounties that they will roll out. The first bounty was implemented in 1992. (laughs) i'm just kidding it was implemented in 1830 and a reward was offered for every tiger killed uh then i guess there was like a little break from the killing and uh, there was another bounty implemented after that yeah you can't just go killing all year round you need a break you get tired a little hot you're probably waiting till there's like new ones born so you could really cash in yeah We got people rounding up the tigers. They're cashing in. But not everyone hated them. Some people even kept them as pets. Get out. Yeah. They could be walked on a leash. What? Yeah. When you're done with the leash, you can just put it in their pouch. Oh, that's cool. Right? Yeah. Keep the little poop bags in there. That's that's handy. 
It's a companion and it's a utilitarian. Very utilitarian animal. Dogs can do jobs, but this is like a dog with a tool belt. You see dogs wearing two belts? Yeah. How about dogs wearing tool belts? (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? Two belts? Two belts. (laughs) I seen a dog wearing two belts. (laughs) He had on four pants. He was wearing six hats. <laughs> I believe it. You, you tell me it one more time, I'll believe it. And he hissed at me. <laughs> He's a vampire, I tell you. Well, there was some love for this animal. Eventually, people start saying, hey, maybe we should think about protecting it. So that starts getting floated around. But there's also still a lot of hate for the animal, you know. By the time a third bounty gets implemented uh, in the late 1800s, and this time it's implemented by the government, it had become kind of a political issue, rule against a city. Uh, At that point, the thylacines are becoming pretty rare. What is not rare, however, is the continued loss of sheep. So, you know, interpret that however you want. So thylacine population is drastically declining. Correct. Sheep attacks are steady because they were never the primary source of sheep attacks. Anyways, it was mostly wild dogs. Well, you know, if I, I'm not going to say yes or no, just because we have a long tradition of denying responsibility mm-hmm. for it. So I don't know. Was it? Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extinction event is sponsored by Mammoth Bar. Hey, Melissa, you know what's weird? What's weird? A lot of stuff, including um, people named Jeff, who spell with a G. G-E-O-F-F. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Well, you know what's not weird? Mammoth Bar. (laughs) Yeah. Certified organic, low sugar, high protein, no weird stuff. These... Energy bar? Are they energy bars or just protein bars? They're breakfast bars. What are they? I like to be surprised by my sponsors <laughs> <laughs> and by my food. And what's surprising about these food bars is that there's no weird stuff. You look at the package, you read what's in it, and you've heard of it before. Because how many times have you, like, been, oh, man, I'm super hungry? And you go to open up your package and you're like, wait a minute, what's in this? And it's like xylophethamine. I don't know. Isn't there that one company, though, that's got all the ingredients and they're, they're displayed on the front? Yes, please don't say their name. But let's just say they're in a legal battle right now because those aren't all their ingredients. Ah, okay. Uh, they claim that all their ingredients are right up front and they're not. That's pretty weird. Well, Mammoth Bar doesn't do that. No weird stuff. They come in some really delicious varieties. We've got cashew cinnamon, goji berry trail mix, macadamia coconut, vanilla almond. My favorite one changes depending on what kind of mood I'm in. Mm -hmm. So like this week, it's a goji berry trail mix. I like to mash them all together into one big ball and have them for a nice snack throughout the day. I have not tried that. What do they call that when you do it with the sodas at the store? It's suicide. A, at the store? The sodas at the restaurant. Taco suicide. Bell. Suicide. I mean, if you're talking about 7-Eleven, then it could be the store. You're you right. want to I guess some people could call it a restaurant. but Where can I get these bars? Online at mammothbar.com. Eat like a mammoth. That's not their tagline. <laughs> 
No weird stuff. The story continues. You've got the three bounties that are reducing the population. You've got habitat loss because of the agricultural development, but also disease is being spread by imported wildlife. And we import a lot of different stuff. Like, for example, uh, we imported European and Indian songbirds into Tasmania to improve the aesthetic nature of the environment. Come in. You're like, this is nice. I'm going to interior decorate this with some animals. A couple of birds here, some apex predators here. Hey, I'll even bring in some plant life. Designer's wet dream. Yeah. I wonder if that was like a sound choice, too, because they're bringing in songbirds. Because I don't know a lot about Australian birds, but just from like kookaburra, they make some weird ass noises. Mm -hmm. And I bet these Europeans are coming in and like, we need some regular European singing birds type birds that are nice something nice to listen to if anything you need these birds to drown out the hissing from the tigers you're walking around it just sounds like a television set yeah old-fashioned one static well things aren't looking good but finally in 1936 the Tasmanian tiger becomes protected as a species. Yay! Yay! You did it! We did it! Oh, thanks, guys. I know it took a lot of effort. It didn't look A lot good. of late nights. Uh, nobody thought we could do this with all the bounties, with all the uh, public against us. But it, all it took was a few strong voices to get this animal protected. We even set aside its very own island called Maria Island as a reserve for them. How nice is that? Very nice. And that's uh that's the end of the story. Happy ending. I love it. So how many how many thylacines are on this island like 500 600? It's no coincidence that you haven't heard of the island before because there are no thylacines on the island. You know, we protected it, but at the time there was only one Tasmanian tiger left in captivity. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The, so we we <laughs> We protected it, but uh, there was only one left, and there were probably a few left in the wild still, but we couldn't find any of them. The population had dwindled so far, and we only had one that we could hang on to. It was most likely just extinct. What happens is that once a population gets below a certain number of individuals, it becomes what's called functionally extinct. Uh, And that's probably what happened. Three months after the one tiger is protected, Mm -hmm. that tiger sadly dies. But at least he died protected. Yeah. No one ever talks about that. Yeah. Sure, we extincted him, but at least he wasn't supposed to be. That was great. That was good for us to do that. I'm, I bet that was very nice for the tiger, though. You know, being the last of its species. Yeah. Knowing he's protected, that nobody can just come into the zoo and kill him without a slap on the wrist. It dies on September 7th, and that is now National Threatened Species Day in Australia a.k.a. National Thylacine Day. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's also my birthday. No. Yeah, another reason I love this animal. Some mourned the death of the last thylacine. Others rejoiced. And we didn't even bother to preserve this last specimen. They just threw it on the extinction pile. <laughs> Indeed. 
Well, how do you wipe out an entire species in little over a hundred years? Teamwork. That's right. Uh, It was a lot of misinformation and a real healthy uh, bloodlust that we had to dominate Mother Nature. Uh, Looking back, you know, it would have been easy to blame ourselves for the demise of this species. But I don't know. That's not, not fun. That's not interesting, right? Nobody wants to blame themselves. No. Someone came in, shit all over the carpet. We're not going <laughs> to let's stop arguing about who it was. Just get it out of here. We instead blamed the Tasmanian tiger for its own extinction. We actually gave reasons like the animal was dull, boring, and uninteresting. Which, when you first described me, those they're like, oh, it's this animal. It's kind of like a wolf, and it's kind of like got the stripes of a tiger, but it also has a marsupial pouch like a kangaroo. Oh, and also it, it opens its mouth super wide and hisses at you, and people might think it's a vampire. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's real dull and boring. It should probably just die. <laughs> I don't know if they were talking about all the physical features. It was probably more of a conversational problem. Mm. I wasn't interesting at a dinner party. Mm-hmm. It didn't fit into the civility that the English were trying to instill in such a wild island. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. In hindsight, if the Tasmanian tiger had made more of an attempt to be less boring, a little more open to the politics of the time, that it would have had a better chance of survival. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And if it had worked on that wide jaw mouth situation because mm-hmm. it's the same thing with possums nowadays mm-hmm. is uh you you walk up you want to be friends with one it does that hiss at you you're like no thanks and it's a tail too i don't i can't get into the possum tail but the thylacine had a nice tail it was uh it had fur on it yeah okay yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me then they have been talking about cloning the tasmanian tiger for terrible a- idea <laughs> For a while now, you know, we might not have preserved the last Tasmanian tiger, but there are a lot of museum specimens at our disposal that we can extract DNA from. My question is, is this a good idea? Because if we bring them back, are we going to be able to keep them away from the sheep? I got to think that that killer vampire sheep-eating DNA is embedded in all these specimens. So if we bring him back, we might be looking at a complete eradication of sheep kind. Uh, yeah, you've got that. And you've also their bloodthirsty tendencies. Are we going to have enough blood? Like right now, we don't even have enough blood for humans. You know, those mobile blood banks. We're oh, going to sure. need those for thylacines now. Bring back thylacines and watch every blood bank be overrun by them because they're getting in there to drink all the blood. I don't know. It's Is it a good idea? I don't know. Do you like blood that's in your body? The one bonus of cloning them and bringing them back would be, I don't know, maybe they can become domesticated pets. They could be. Maybe. I'm really sold on that poop bag thing in the pouch. It'd be very handy. They have the ones that clip on to the handles of the leash, and then they're all swinging around everywhere, and it's kind of annoying. I'd rather just tuck it in the dog pouch. You could tuck your wallet in there. Yeah, you could. Water bottle. Oh, you need to borrow a pen? I'll send the dog over the thylacine. Question, though. Are you going to want a male or a female thylacine? Doesn't matter. Well, mm. I don't know. I'm reaching in there. You might... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That, that's not a water bottle. 
<laughs> hey, well, Melissa, I got good news for you. Mm. Thylacines are not extinct. This whole episode is a sham. You're a believer. What am I going to believe? My lying eyeballs? <laughs> Go on YouTube.com. Type it in. There are. Dude, right now, wherever you I are, if you're seen... driving, if you are at work. You can't say if people are driving, they can do that. Do no, not... if you're driving, pull the car over. Okay. Get on a telephone that has internet. Okay, okay, okay. Go okay. to YouTube.com. Look at these thylacines. Tasmanian tiger. It's real. They're back. They're still alive. I've seen the tiger videos out there uh, none of them have been confirmed so just mm-hmm. putting that out mm-hmm. there but there are a lot of people who believe it is still alive i hope to talk about the thylacine on upcoming episodes there's going to be a lot happening with cloning and there's continual sightings so we're not done with the thylacine obviously i'm obsessed with it well how do you deal with the moral side of bringing back an extinct animal isn't that like having your cake and eating it too? It is. It is. But we've eaten the cake. The lengths that we will go to to breed a pet that has a built-in backpack <laughs> do not underestimate us. I'm going to go down this the road here with this cake analogy. Oh. We've eaten this cake, okay. right? And now we found a little scrap of frosting left on one of the forks and we're like we can remake this cake we're gonna inject this cake into a cupcake you're gonna make this cake again and then what you eat it oh my god all i'm saying is uh look forward to part two of this podcast the second thylacine extinction coming (laughs) in 50 years uh agreed well like i said more on that in the uh, future episodes thanks for playing thylacine now for one of my favorite parts of the podcast the weekly countdown clock to extinction this week we are counting down the northern white rhino the count recently went from three down to two so we're doing pretty good almost there guys yeah almost there to that magic number Keep it up. Keep it up. Uh, The last male northern white rhino died in March of this year. There's only two females remaining, and both of those are related to this And they're not talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we did collect genetic material from him, you know. Fill in the blanks there. Fill in the blanks. So I hear they are trying to insert that genetic material into other kinds of rhinos to at least keep the some form, some of it, some hybrid. Yeah. Okay. Well, that about does it. If you'd like to learn more about Tasmanian tigers or how you can help the northern white rhino, visit Extinction Event on Twitter at Extinction Pod. Extinction Event was taken. Um, <laughs> so don't forget that's just at Extinction Pod. Feel free to go and hassle the other Extinction Event. <laughs> uh, say, why did you take this? You're not even doing anything with it. I don't know yet. I haven't checked it out. I don't know. I don't but know. I plan his on doing it. It's some is a guy. It's some dude. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Tune in next time. Killed it. Hey, still listening, huh? All right. Well, here's Jack following up on some facts from earlier in the show where I asked, is the thylacine the only marsupial male to have a pouch? The answer, no.
there's another male marsupial called the water possum. The male tucks his junk into his pouch before swimming, most likely to protect his genitalia from getting snagged on underwater plants and because he's very self-conscious. Now you know. Next week on Extinction Event, passenger pigeons. These beautiful birds once darkened the skies of North America with flocks in the millions. So what did we do? We killed them all. A Pig Lake Deer production.